This is a presentation of DSP Media. All right, away we go. The Flying Elvis' Fans Football Podcast. I'm Jeff Tito Fidoff. At That Happens, he is Adam Kahn at AJKahn95. This is part of the DSP Media Online Network. Adam, how the hell are you? We're heading to week 10. We're, uh, we're going to do rapid fire this week so you don't talk so much. Exactly. That's probably a good way to do it. That's fitting for you to criticize me for talking too much. Uh, week 10, though. And uh, we've got the first game of the week uh, tonight, Thursday night football, Baltimore at Miami. The uh, chance of some rain down in Miami. Um, does that affect how you view any of the players in this game? You know, for weeks and weeks and weeks, we've talked about how kind of unreliable the Baltimore rushing attack is. I think Latavius Murray's injury maybe has cleared that up a little bit, at least right. for one week. At least for one week, uh, Bell and Freeman got multi- uh, double-digit carries last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. Each you know, they ran the ball, you know, over thirty times last game, uh, uh, thirty-eight times two weeks ago. I believe it was the uh, uh, Chargers. Right. Uh, they're the 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 formula remains the same with that team. Uh, as long as they're not in uh, losing early, right. they're they're gonna ru- they're gonna run it no matter what. Now, yes, Jackson is their biggest threat, but I think these guys are moving into possible flex play consideration. Okay, so you you believe that it's, it's uh, obviously Freeman over Bell, correct? I don't know if it's obvious. I mean, look, Bell, Bell's getting uh, some of the red zone carries. Um, I think I think a case can be made for each, especially in, in a game. You know, at Miami, I don't see the the, the Dolphins uh, pressing them that much. Uh, you know, right. yeah, they won a game last week, but consider the opponent. So I just. Uh, I, I see Baltimore able to run the ball 30, 35 or more. And I think each of them get their share. See, I, I, I like Freeman more than Bell. Um, I think that they trust Freeman more than they trust Bell. Not, and that, that's they're about the same, I think. I, I just think if they had the druthers, they'd rather, I think Freeman's – I also think Freeman's a better um, – I think Freeman's a safer option than Bell, I guess what I would say. I think Freeman's safer if you have to start one or the other – if that's the situation you're in, then Freeman's the one to go with, I think. But, um, you know, as far as the – obviously starting Lamar Jackson. As far as the receivers go, um, you're starting Hollywood Brown. But uh, you only – Bateman, his value depends on if Watkins plays or not. If Watkins yeah, Watkins plays. Was, well, even even so, it's not like Bateman was the second coming this season. I think I think Watkins muddies that water a little bit more. I think Watkins is the safer number two receiver on that team. Right. Um, if you're in a PPR, maybe you consider Watkins. He's been pretty consistent across the board, four or five yeah. catches. He's 40, 50 yards. It's not like he's setting the fantasy world on fire. I don't think he even has a touchdown this year yet. Um but I don't think it changes for I don't think that changes anything for Brown. I do think it takes Bateman out of the conversation. Yeah, I agree. Yep, that's the way I look at it too. Uh, and then for for Miami, you know, we talked last week about Gaskin uh, when he has the ball, fifteen or more touches, he's getting at least uh, seventy five yards total. Didn't happen last week with a lot of carries, but the touchdown saved his fantasy stat line. I still think in if you need a flex, it, we, we've got the bye weeks of uh, uh, Cincinnati, New York, Houston, and in Chicago, there's not a lot of star power. Uh, the given New York Giants. Uh, <laughs> the New York Giants. Oh, and I, I'm sorry. Yes, the Giants. New York. Yeah, New York Giants. Yeah. There's not a lot of star power except for except for with Cincinnati. Right. But still, there's there those are those are bodies that will be sitting. So if uh, if you've got a, if you need a flex play, Gaskin, based on volume, is an option. Not a confident one though. Well, and I don't think two is going to play. They haven't ruled him out yet, but I, I got to believe Brissett's the starter this week. Um, I think two is out. There's no reason to rush him back. They're not, not like they're a playoff contention like that. They may as well take their time with Tua. Um, so that might mean more carries. They might rely more on the running game, than the, and plus the weather being a factor. So Gaskin, yeah. yes, could get more carries in that regard. Uh, let, let's assume Brissett's under center. What do you do with Miami's receivers then? I mean – um, I, I don't. I mean, I. I don't, I, this, I don't know. This, this game's not, especially when you if you if you consider the weather, which I don't think is. It just it just makes Miami's passing offense go from bad to worse. Right. 
I agree. Uh, but I, I I think I'd still start Jalen Waddle. I think Jalen Waddle's a startable player, either as a wide receiver two or a flex, uh, more likely a flex. But I think Waddle's still startable. But, um, you know, other than that, no, I'm not looking at anybody from Miami. Uh, Jacecki, I guess, right? You still start – if Brissette's out there, you start. I, so I, I hammered enough into into our podcast about him or midseason. So right. I'll stick with him. I'll stick with him as a top 12, 14 type. I mean, like, if you're in a deeper league, he's startable. Right. If you're, if okay, you're in a so. 15 league or less, I think he's borderline. In Baltimore defense. Yes, for sure, for sure, yeah, yep. for sure on that one. Okay, I agree. Sunday's games, uh, we got the yep. Falcons at the Cowboys. Um, we haven't been promoting the Falcons' offense too much lately, but you know, I mean, they're Matt Ryan is the most underwhelming 250 yard passer probably yeah. in in most recent memory. Uh, yeah, the stats are there. It's just you know, but he's been overlooked for a long time. I'm not saying he is. Uh. I'm saying he is a viable backup candidate this week if you are missing someone due to bye week or injury. And hopefully I'm missing my quarterback due to bye week and injury because what are we talking about there? You're talking about uh Burrow. Burrow. Burrow's the only one, right? <laughs> Burrow. <laughs> we're not talking Houston quarterbacks, which we're not gonna bring up with you with your Houston quarterback love. Uh the Giants, yeah, and, and the Bears. But um yeah, Ryan has a, and Cordero Patterson has also. He's he's yeah, certainly sure. I think either position, no matter where he's at on your in your league, if he can be a running back, receiver, or both, whatever it is, he's startable in both positions. I think with the volume he gets, um, you, you can count on him for probably four, five, six catches. He's going to have probably ninety total yards. Yeah, uh, and and Ryan Pitts has really come around lately. Uh, six receptions, uh, uh, five weeks in a row, fifty yards or more yeah. in four of those weeks. Uh, he's becoming a steady. Uh, kind of a, a, a target magnet for Ryan. Um, a little bit faster than I expected. I mean, we talk, earlier in this year, I talked about rookie tight ends. Very rarely do they uh, come on the scene. Right. Uh, we got another, we got another one. We'll probably talk about uh, in a few games here. Uh, Russell Gage. We talked about him. He ended up being kind of the de facto number one last week. Right. Uh, in his last two outings, he's had some decent performances. So maybe he is. I'm not ready to jump on that yet as a you know number one flex play I'm kind not, of thing. Right, Cowboys. But against the Cowboys, yeah, well, listen, the Cowboys they get into some some back and forth games. Uh, you know, I, it's, it's hard to gauge uh, right now with Atlanta. I, right now, so I go Patterson and Pitts. Uh, yeah. uh, Ryan's a borderline for me this week. Uh, and Gage, I'm kind of on the, let's let's give it one more. Okay, let me ask you a question about Calvin Ridley. Now, Ridley is was placed on the, the non-football injury, non-football related injury list uh, because of right. the fact that he's got the, uh, he's stepping away for, for mental issues or think uh, emotional issues, whatever. So he's got things to work on. He's going to work on himself. The earliest he can come back right now is week 12. Okay. If you have him, are you cutting him or keeping him? Uh, I'd keep him. You think he could come back and play still? Uh, even if he doesn't, you'll have to, you can, you can cut him when the time is appropriate. I think he's certainly a, a talented enough player right. where, it's, where it's worth seeing what happens. Yeah, um, it'd be tough to cut him, but I think if by week 12 we should have some more clarity on it, Correct. And let's hope that, uh, yeah, let's hope by week 12 we know one way or the other. Otherwise, I mean, yeah, you hate having the, the guy who I thought would be the number one receiver in football this year. Um, and I thought very highly of him, and he has been such a disappointment. And I'm not, I'm not trying to make light of his of his uh, issues, but, um, you know, he's been a disappointment on the field this year. So uh, let's switch over to the Dallas side of the ball. And uh, you're starting Dak. Um, you're starting Zeke. Uh, where are you at on Pollard? Uh, I'm not. I think I think Zeke has started, uh, you know, getting more comfortable. They've yeah. worked him a little bit more slowly into that starting role, and I think he is uh, certainly taking that over. Not even as a one A one B situation. I think Pollard not was more. necessary early in the year. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Zeke is kind of gaining steam as as the year goes on. Uh, similar to kind of, well, kind of like James Conner. I mean, we'll get into that too. Uh, uh, yeah. But but both of those guys started off a little in in in. Some timeshare uh, for for Zeke. I still th he's always been the one, but now he's right. the one one. You can't you can't count on Pollard for double digit carries. No, no, not, not anymore. anymore. You could early in the season. Early in the season, it was certainly uh, it was going to be a thing where Pollard could get double digit carries, but now I don't I don't seem confident in that at all either. I, yeah, I don't. I'm staying away from Pollard. The uh, the Cowboys well, offense. Go ahead. Well, my only question with the Cowboys uh, was is with Ceedee Lamb and the struggles he's had lately on the stat okay, sheet. Right. But you know, and last last week. The two for twenty three was certainly disappointment, but 
He did lead the team with nine targets. Two of those shots were overthrown in the end zone. So I right. and, and and Dak's coming off of his, his calf injury, which he was out for a few weeks. So uh, I, I look at those two things as positive. Uh, as they're they're still tr- they're just trying to get back on on similar footing. And I think the numbers the numbers not on the stat sheet show that 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 will that will take shape. I, so I, I with confidence actually, I I've got Lamb in this week. Yeah, I, I'm still starting Lamb Cooper. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he's still a bit more of a possession receiver. Right. Uh, he experienced some better success without Dak, so maybe you know those those things shift a little bit back to where they were the first half of the season or the first half of the first half of the season. First half, uh, first half. Yes. Right. Uh, but yes, and 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 of course uh, Schultz and Dalton Schultz. Um, yeah. 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 You started Dalton Schultz as well. Uh, yeah, and and I'd shy away from the defense there. Yeah, both defenses. Yeah, this one has a, I think, has a potential. To... It right. does. I agree. Yeah. Yep. Uh, New Orleans at Tennessee. Um, we saw a little bit of uh, uh, a weakness in in the Titans' offensive line, and I think this is what happens when you have an all-world running that can kind of mask some of those issues. Uh, and not not to take away from the struggles they're going through, because clearly the running backs that they put into uh, between Peterson and Foreman. And uh, um, help me oh, out, McNichol. Uh, Mc, McNichol. Uh, McNichol. Him. I was gonna say McHenry or what? yeah. So <laughs> McDonald's. Uh, J- Jeremy. We'll go with Jeremy. Right. Um, you know those guys haven't had the the volume, the the, the experience, uh, or, or or in, in two of their cases preseason that they have really haven't had that chance to gel with their team. And so I think we saw some struggles with that early. Their pass protection has kind of always been an issue this year. Uh, and I don't like it against the Saints. Um, Saints I'd like to give it one more week. I think it'll get better, but I'd like to give it one more week uh, before I, you know, start. I think everybody was really uh, eager to to jump on the the McNichol bandwagon, um, and it just it just didn't materialize. And they it, they split they split everything up that game. I thought Peterson was a better start last week over uh, just if, if he was going to play. I thought Peterson was the better start in the, in the backfield. And he did get the touchdown, but obviously, yeah, running game struggled immensely. Uh, Tennessee's uh, passing game, I mean, A.J. Brown didn't do a whole lot. Um, but, you know, I it, this is going to be a defensive game anyway, I think. With both both these teams can be solid on defense. Um, I, I look for – I mean, you're still going to start A.J. Brown. Um, you're probably still starting Tannehill, Right. Yes. If I've got Tannehill and Matt Ryan both on my team, I think I'm starting Matt Ryan. I agree. Tannehill, uh, five of the last six games, only has one touchdown pass. Right. Uh, he's not. Uh, he does have the three touchdown runs. Mm-hmm. That kind of helps compensate that fantasy line. But he is not uh, the strength of that team right now. He needs to be. Right. So that, yeah. That's the thing. But against the Saints, the Saints are the best in the league against the run at yards per game, uh, under 74 yards. And this 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 has a this has grind written all over it. It does. Um, and on the Saints side, the only guy I trust is Kamara. I, I agree. Um, yeah, I agree. I, you know, it does, I don't think it matters which quarterback. You know, if if Hill's in, yeah, he's a threat with the legs. Um, so you might get one touchdown pass, and you you have to hope for a rushing touchdown. And if, when you're in that position, if you're hoping for a rushing touchdown, it's one thing if you're hoping with, for for Josh Allen. Because you sure. know he can he can do it on on both ends, right? Uh, but uh, yeah, S- uh, Simeon doesn't threaten anybody. Uh, Hill hasn't played a lot this year, so I, I agree. Kamara is probably the the only viable candidate. I would say that uh, Kamara, Kamara, whatever we're going to call him. I know we we struggle on each week. Anyway, uh, I regardless of who's quarterback, you're starting him. But I do think his production will dip if Hill's in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I know. We talked. But, I, right I, now, I, yeah. I, but it's not. It's not a, to a significant degree where you, you're going to bench him. No, no. Yeah, you're going to start no matter what. You're going to start no matter what. Though. He's always a must start anyway. So, okay. Uh, what's next for us? Uh, the Carson Wentz bandwagon. <laughs> <laughs> so, hold on a second. I'm not. I'm not indicating that he is like every week top ten worthy. Right. You know he has 17 touchdowns and just three interceptions this year. This year, and he has only one, I think, game, maybe two, with less than multiple touchdowns. Okay. Um, it's it's 
it's not just against like bad teams either. I mean, he's, he had good games against Tennessee and Baltimore. Uh, mm-hmm. Pittman uh, has now 10 red zone targets and six touchdowns. He's right. clearly uh, established himself as the go-to guy. Uh, 23% of their completions are uh, of the pass attempts are going to Pittman, mm-hmm. uh, which is T.Y. Hilton-esque. You know, like when Hilton was was the man there. I mean, he's right. – this team – you know, we, Jonathan Taylor's a must-start, but I think that, that Wentz and Pittman deserve a little love this week. And I know Jacksonville had a really solid game defensively, but I think that was a one-off. I, I, I'm liking those two guys now as consideration for uh, every week starting. You know, Wentz, uh, Wentz suffers from the name. Like, you know, it's one of those <laughs> things like Becky Berry does the this or that, the player A, player B. You put Wentz up against a lot of guys this year, you tell yeah, that's the better guy, but just says player A. I'm with right. you. And there's certain some bias on my part, too, because I just, I, I, I feel like the guy, you know, how, how hard he flamed out in Philly and um, you know, the injury he had starting this year. So, yeah, I, I'm still – you're right. If you put the stats up there, the 17-3, and three, yeah, you got to say, yeah, you know what, that's pretty damn good. So Yeah, and, and he's not getting a lot of love, you know. Right. Like last week or two weeks ago, <laughs> the pick six that he threw, it was kind of like, oh, yeah. there goes Carson. Wentz. This right. is Wentz. Right. But, I'm, yeah, you look at the numbers, it's kind of like, huh, all right. right. You know, it was clearly an upgrade. You know, Rivers, he, he's doing better than Rivers did last year. Isn't that amazing? I know. I know. And I would have shot you if you had said last year you'd take Wentz over Rivers. Uh, <laughs> last year. Anyway, so uh, we'll start Jonathan Taylor. Pittman's the only receiver we're starting. Nine yeah. Nope. Is he anywhere? Not, not, not this week. Not, they, again, remember we talked this week is not one of those weeks. It's not a week that we anticipate uh, Indianapolis losing or struggling. It might be a close game. And, you know, Jacksonville could come, you know, could come up with another type of Buffalo game, but that's, I don't think that makes Hines uh, elevate Hines' role. I just think right. that keeps Jonathan Taylor's role even more sturdy. Sure, yeah. Um, on the Jacksonville side of the ball. Nope. <laughs> if James Robinson plays, you're playing him, though. Yes, if Robinson plays, you're playing him. Uh, but, you know, if Robinson doesn't play, you're not playing Hyde. Correct. And you're not playing any other Jacksonville offensive player. Dan Arnold you can play. You can play Dan Arnold. Uh, all right. We like to poo-poo. But I'm telling you, Dan Arnold's—he's uh, a—he's a top ten tight end this week. You're you're on record. Yeah, he's top ten tight end this week. Yes, top ten. All Mark right. It um, but indie defense, yes, for sure. Indie defense. Uh, you know, just trying to go yeah. through the like the list of uh, of of Jaguar receivers, and it's just—it's so underwhelming. Uh, There's not a no, and 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 yeah. and it's not like. You know, if, if you had if they had a better line, you know, I, if they had a better quarterback, I'm not saying Lawrence isn't going to be anything, but he's, he's not a, anything he's right now. He's a struggling quarterback. Yes, he's right. a struggling quarterback. So, yeah. yeah, you so you have to rely a little bit more on the running game and right. the defense. And yep. I don't think either one have much of a shot this week. I think you, you're right. I think Robinson is is a start because of the volume. Yep. Um, but I think this is a, this is this game leans more towards what the Colts are should be able to do I than agree. what, yeah. Um, the Ernest Johnson sighting. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they haven't said yet. Chubb can still play. He's got to have two positive tests, 24 hours apart, you know? So he, he can, cause he's vaccinated. He can come back and play, but if he okay. does, if, okay, if he does play, then Dearest Johnson's not startable. If, if he doesn't play, Dearest Johnson could be a top 15 player. What's that? No, that that's, that, that's fair. Um, uh, yeah, if Chubb comes back and plays, I don't listen. If he if he's got a, a second positive test, he's out. Right. So uh, it's a two negative test. I'm sorry, within 24 hours. Of, right. Of so ass, assuming the first test was was correctly positive, right. The second one will likely be positive, which means he's probably out. Right. So let's assume that for a second. And yes, uh, I think he, I think he's earned his stripes. Jackson is even in a backup role. He's he's had some you know. Uh, they've been, he's been able to spell Chubb, uh, and they clearly have have uh, some form of trust in him. He that, scored a touchdown when when Chubb was yep. in there. Correct. So I think that you know I think he's earned that earned that right to certainly be con- uh, considered as a starting quarterback. You know I know I uh, and so yes, if Chubb is in, Chubb's your starter. If he's out, Jackson's your starter or Johnson, be the one. Him too. <laughs> uh, and uh, the only one you know. So, you know 
that that game last week against the the Bengals that the, right. the Browns had, you know, uh, a lot of the talks uh, is surrounding on how much more efficient they are without a uh, OBJ and right. completely true. It is absolutely true. But uh, if I don't like to do this game, if you take away X, yeah. But if you take away the sixty-yard bomb to Peoples Jones, right? Uh, Baker's numbers look like game management type, and they have been for the several weeks in a row. So I'm and against the Patriots, their secondary is heating up. I don't like Baker this week. Nope, I don't uh, like Baker most weeks. And I, and quite frankly, I don't like really anybody on offense other than the running backs in this game. Uh, yeah, I um. I'm with you. Yes, I. Edward jumped on Donovan Peoples Jones as being some kind of stud in all this, and you know, is the guy to replace Beckham, and he caught the touchdown. But I'm not sold on him. You're starting Landry in a PPR league, but uh, okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Landry for sure is 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 a good good guy target volume wise. That's fair. Yeah, Landry's the one you're starting, but I'm not jumping anybody else. So no, you know, uh, I'll 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 get on your I'll I'll back your boy Damian Harris for New England. Right. Well, um, God, he's he's dinged up now. And I know, so, but um, he's dinged up. And Ramondre Stevenson, if if I mean, look, Stevenson had a great game last week, and so I, I think that you can. I, I think that Steve that Stevens, if, if Harris is limited or out, Stevenson's a play. I think. Um, I don't in, this, really, in this type of game, I think yeah, I think this game lends itself. To, similar to Tennessee, New Orleans. I think this game has a little bit more of a grind feel to it. Uh, Mac Jones only has 11 touchdowns. The Browns right. are second in the league in sacks. Uh, this is this is a this is a running back type of game, right. uh, or it should be anyway. We, that's 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 what I'm projecting. So I, I don't trust uh, anybody in the passing game for New England. No, no. We, I mean, we said last week there there the the new New England running back situation is now the New England wide receiver. Carousel. That's a fair. Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. So uh, it's just, it's just from one from one position to the other. If you're a Harris owner, pick up Ramondre Stevenson if he's available. If you're if you're somebody who starts Harris every week, you know relies on that, then pick up Ramondre Stevenson um, for New England. Uh, defense wise, then now you said that's going to be a running game. Do, does either defense do anything for you? Yeah, I like them both. You like them both. Yeah, uh, top twelve for both of them. I, I think that you know I don't think that. Uh, Either one of them is going to have like the uh, five sack defensive touchdown. You know, like it. I just think that this game is going to be. It's a low scoring game. You're going to get a couple sacks. You're going to get a turnover aside. It's going to be a, a if you if you're looking for double digit defensive points, but on the low, you know, just 10, 12 right. points, they're going to give you what you're asking for. Right. Right. I don't think either one's going to go way above, and I don't think either one's going to stink. Let's go battle New York. The uh, Bills at the Jets. We don't need to spend a whole lot of time on this game. Uh, so, my, my question with the Bills, uh, you know, Zach Moss left the game with concussion last week. Right. Um, and so Singletary stands to benefit the most. He didn't uh, Moss did not practice yesterday. So that's you know, he would have to he would have to practice either Thursday or Friday. Right. Uh, to be considered. Uh, and but who, so if he's out, Singletary's a must because the Jaguars have yeah. allowed ten rushing touchdowns the last three weeks. I mean, they are yeah. Yeah, so they. Yeah, I like Singletary a lot. Right. Moss what I th- the, I'm sorry, the Jets. Yeah, um, I, I like Singletary if Moss. Out. I I might like Singletary anyway, even if Moss does play as a flex play, just because I think Buffalo is going to score a lot of points in this game. Yep. Um, now, if, if, if they if they both play though, I think then you have you have another you have some considerations today. Moss then becomes the red zone. Guy and listen, when he's been healthy, he has gotten most of the carries, right. and that was even evident at the start of last week's game. Uh, he had three carries right off the bat, and then got uh, got the concussion. So I could see him playing safe with him, though, and sitting him out because it's the Jets. You know, I could see him taking yeah. their time with this, and they've got a viable backup, so I could see them taking it slowly with uh, with Moss. And yeah, then- I, I agree. But but the Jets have been a sieve against the run oh, the yeah. last three weeks, and so whichever one is getting the nod. Uh, it's a, it's a it's a must start. Emmanuel Sanders, uh, you know he's still a must start, right? I don't see why not. Uh, Sanders and Diggs, uh, Beasley, right? All of them, North and mm-hmm. South, both of them. Yeah, I think so too. Okay. Um, and then you're starting the Bills' defense also. Yep. 
Without Any, question. Uh, that, that's top five easily. Uh, on the uh, Jets now. <laughs> well. I, I mean, th there's not a th – I don't – obviously, that, Mike White's going to be quarterback. I, this, this is the same as, as Jacksonville. I mean, like, it, it's, a, it's a hard no for me. Um, Michael Carter, though, you'll start. He's got a lot. He's got. But, he's getting more and more involved in the offense. Right, but at what? When you consider the opponent, I no, I I know, I know that, but he's still going to look. He's what is? I got his game log called up here. Um, against uh, okay, against Indy last week, thirteen carries, forty nine yards. Fifteen carries week before, eleven, ten, thirteen. Those are all uh, just his rushing stats. And then he also has caught – he's had two games where he's caught eight balls or more lately. No, he caught one pass last week for 37 yards. Before that, though, he had 17 catches the previous two games. I know. So, I'm, I'm looking at like – I'm looking at yards per carry, though, and only – you know, he's he's under four yards per carry, and that has been the standard. There's a couple games there where he's he's hit five. But – Okay. It, let's see. Over, let's see. It's 15 carries. Uh, yeah, but uh, but uh, do, we, do we trust that, that volume is going to be there? I'm looking at like more like 10, and that's just – you know, you're looking at 40, 50 total yards, and unless he gets for some receptions in there. That's what, I think, that's what I'm saying. It's it's if, they're, if they're down, you know, yeah, he could factor in as, as far as a receiving candidate. But, like, that's like a – that's a bottom-tier flex play for me. I, I think he's a – I think that he is going to have uh, 10 to 15 carries, and I think he catches probably six or seven passes and uh, gets up around 100 total yards. So he's – he's. I, I, I'm a lot higher on him than you are then. All right, well, mark it down. You're yay, I'm nay. All right, that's fine. We didn't talk about the Houston quarterback thing from last week, where you were yay, and look what happened. Uh, <laughs> so hold on, hold on, let's full disclosure. Let's. Uh, I sent you and uh, and and Tim Ham a tweet that <laughs> it was like the, the Tyrod Taylor stats against the Dolphins, right. and how he yeah. like destroyed them the last three games or whatever like that. And man, I I ate it hard on that one. <laughs> that was that was a bad week for Adam Con and Houston quarterbacks. Another part of your bad week, was and, then, and then he put it on the title of the podcast about right. how much I love him because I told him to. Uh, uh -huh. Lions, Lions were at the Steelers. Adding your bad week last week, and you go to the Steelers game, which I went to. I've now every Steelers game I've ever gone to has come down to the final minute and uh, one on a Steelers field goal. So uh, let's start on the Lions side. By, by the way, your seats were awfully close to where my seats are. I thought I they were. Cool. Where, I can you were about on the twenty yard line. Yeah, about twenty five, but yeah, twenty five. All right, and mine are on the thirty. You were uh, one section over. Were you one thirteen or one, wait, one eleven? We were one thirteen. All right, one thirteen. So I'm in one twelve. Oh, okay. So, yeah, woulda, shoulda, coulda. Yeah, <laughs> could have been fun. Uh, yeah. Enough about us. Let's talk about this Lions Steelers game now. The the Lions side of the ball. Uh, Swift. I mean, just yeah. for yeah. That's it. Williams? Running back, no. too? I mean, their second no. running back, not, but not a flex play for you. Okay. Uh, and you're starting the Steelers. You can start the Steelers' defense with some confidence, I think. I think with a lot of confidence. And I think that, um, for me, this is uh, – the Lions give us a big play more than anybody in the league. Right. Um, and so if there's ever a game where Deontay Johnson could and should go off, right. it's probably this one. Since Juju went down – Deontay's got 33 targets, and Fryermuth, who's the the rookie tight end that I was referring to, has 19, and he's becoming a big red zone target. A huge, so, huge. I, I think Claypool's too much of a uh, a home run. He's also dinged bust. up this week. He might not play this week. Right, but he's. I think he's too much of a home run or bust candidate. Um, you know, James Washington or or Ray Ray McLeod aren't. Th those aren't reliable options as far as if, if you're looking for someone to replace Claypool, there is. Uh, I think it's more for Fryermuth. If if Claypool's out, that's just more action for Fryermuth, right? Right, and 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 most likely Harris too. I mean, he'll right. he'll catch even more balls out of the backfield. Right. They, they they line him up sometimes as a receiver. So right, uh, uh, confidently Johnson and Fryermuth uh, and Harris. And listen, this is a, this is for me this week. This is a Big Ben uh, bye week injury start. I'm going to make a statement now that I just thought of, and I have no research to back it up other than my my fading memory. Gut feeling. Here we go. Yeah. I think Chris Boswell played the greatest fourth quarter a kicker's ever played. <laughs> Sorry. So did you, have you seen the stat? What's he's the only kicker. He's the only kicker ever yeah. to have two 50-yard field goals in a game with the game winner 
and recover fumble. And recover fumble. In, in, ever. In, ever. In, in, in all of NFL. Now, by the way, the fake field goal is a great call by Tomlin because it toughened him up. When he got hit, he got blasted <laughs> against the Bears on that, and he got right up and was fine. And, came back you know, and that, that instant replay showed uh, whoever tackled him, his knee yeah. hit his helmet, and I was like, oh, no, uh, not again. <laughs> that was a great play. So now the fake field goal is right yeah, yeah. Um, just, yeah. Just give Boz the yellow jacket now. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Right, right. Let's <laughs> honor him instead of Lewis Lips this weekend. Um, oh, man. Too soon? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, Tampa Bay, Washington. Buccaneers going up against the Washington football team. Um, Antonio Brown, no no word on him yet. He was in a walking boot early in the week. Not sure if he's going to uh, I, play. I, I doubt he plays. And Godwin's on fire right, right now anyway, right? Yeah, I mean, you don't you don't need him out there. This is it's a thing where because the Buccaneers are where they're at and where they're headed, you can say, you know what, we're not going to risk it. We're going to be we're going to wait one more week. Same thing with Gronk. That's why Gronk's not going to play either. I don't think so. Um, you're starting your normal Buccaneers, uh, meaning Fournette, Brady, Evans, and Godwin, right? Yeah, well, and I'd reverse that. I got, I mean, Godwin's on fire right now. No, so no, I think those are the names. So, yeah, you're right. Godwin, yeah. Number one. Yeah. Uh, you know, so if, if Gronk plays, it's probably it's notable that the backup tight ends did get seven targets last week. They, they didn't statistically they didn't do anything. You know, Howard right. didn't do anything. Uh, didn't do anything great. Uh, but you got to imagine six of those probably go to Gronk if he plays. So you know, he's always he's always a threat if he's on the field healthy. Um, if Gronk plays, I'll play him. But I'm okay, not playing yeah. the tight end. So and, and, and this week you're not getting hit by tight end buys anyway. So, um, but if Gronk plays, I'm playing him. Yes, if he's going to be active, I'll play him. But other than that, uh, moving over to the Washington side of the ball. Well, uh, hang, hang on. So, uh, and and also you have to remember Tyler Don Tyler Johnson did a decent job in replacing Brown. Uh, not that he's a fantasy candidate. I'm just saying, like they're they're able to compensate right. for when Brown's out out of the uh, out, out of the game. So I just right. kind of wanted to add that wrinkle in. Is that I agree with you. Brown doesn't really have to play. They'll be okay. Yeah. yeah. If this is a huge game, uh, like home field on the line, stuff like that, then I could see then I could see him pushing Brown out there. But it's at Washington. And you right. know, so and and Green Bay's a mess. We'll talk about them later on. But uh, OK, so um, on the Washington side of the ball, then what uh, I mean, we, we so been- Gibson, Gibson, he had the week off uh, the, for the bye week. Uh, to kind of help with that stress fracture. Um, he's still been limited in practice. Um, it still concerns me, you know, especially with how well Tampa does and and, and their, their yards per game against the run is like at 78. It's uh, it's it. This doesn't set up well for any running back if you're Washington. However, if Gibson is off the injury report, right. You know, again, he is based on what we know he's capable of. I, He's borderline for me. I mean, I, I think you start him, right? But, but God, man, you, you, it's one of those games where you don't feel good about it, right? Right? Yeah. Uh, McKissick. I mean, same thing. Now, listen, if Gibson's out, then yeah, you know, uh, I think McKissick plays a much bigger role, uh, especially in the passing game. He's clearly proven that. Yeah. Uh, and I, and I know there will be split carries there. Um, uh, they also have uh, Jarrett Patterson. That came in to spell Gibson uh, in their previous game, eleven for forty-six. It's going to take away some from McKissick, but I, you know, I, again, I think McKissick's value is in the passing game because he went eight for eighty-three in that same game. Yeah, uh, receiving. So, and he will still get some carries. You know, Gibson's carries were limited, uh, only eight in their last game. But again, I think the week off is going to help, and I would, in theory, you'd think that he'll command most of those carries. It's just how effective he'll be is the question. And against Tampa Bay too, you know, against right. that, and Tampa's damn good defense and all that, and so that's where um, that's my concern is that no matter who it is running the ball, they're going to have some issues, um, you know, having success there. So yeah, Gibson, you're going to start if he's playing. McKissick, you're going to start. Um, you're going to start Terry McLaurin, but that's it for Washington, right? I mean, unless Logan Thomas plays, I don't, I don't, I don't know the latest on Logan Thomas. If he plays, you're going to start him. Um, I, yeah, I know, but it, it, it's a, that's a long layoff too. So you're not entirely yeah. sure how that's going to go on his first game back. Uh, oddly enough, not that you're going to start Heineke, but the Patriots no, are not. actually among the worst teams allowing rushing yards to quarterbacks. The Buccaneers. So if you, what did I say? You said Patriots, but you meant the Buccaneers. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just the third time I've done that today. Uh, yeah. So 
Um, but yeah, Tampa, they give a, lot of, a lot of yards. Tampa, Tampa does give a lot, a lot of rushing yards to quarterbacks. Not that you're going to be in that position to start uh, Heineke, but if you are just blasted <laughs> by injuries or Listen, bye weeks, let's say you got three quarterbacks and they're all in buys this week, which or, of course if you're in a two quarterback league. If you're a two What's quarterback that? league, if you're a two quarterback league, you might with injuries with bye weeks, you may have to look at Heineke in a ten team league. You may have to, and and you you know, hey, maybe you'll get 40, 50 yards rushing out of it, or maybe you'll it'll get you a touchdown. That, that's that's a tall order. If you're banking on that, then you're probably in, in trouble already. But well, you're going to get volume passing yards out of them just because they're going to be behind. You're going to get volume yards out of Heineke. Now you might yeah, get just, with they it. They just don't have the they don't have the the depth no. to pull that kind of game off. No, so. I agree. All right, uh, Carolina at Arizona. Is, is Carolina back to uh, McCaffrey and nobody? I mean, that's that's what it looks like. Yeah, and you know, also, it, even in limited action, only eighteen touches for him, which is low. He still had one hundred and six total yards. So. I think it's safe to say that, you know, maybe he's not going to be a top five running back week in and week out, but they clearly don't have any other choice. And he is he's super talented where he's a lock start the rest of the year as long as he's healthy. Right. And Darnold on the IR. And uh, so P.J. Walker is going to be starting for them. Uh, by the way, I don't even know if that's a, a downgrade. <laughs> I just this saw point. this news. Um, I just saw this news that uh, um, the, the Panthers are talking to Cam Newton. Now, okay. I mean, you know, it, he's better than what they've got. I don't care. You know, with, how, with how bad Darnold's been, and now you got P.J. Walker out there, yeah, Newton's an upgrade if you want to spend the time and effort on Newton. But um, it obviously could come right in and know the offense, uh, I would think, so or play, play in that uh, situation. So, uh, yeah, McCaffrey's the only guy you're starting in the backfield. As far as receivers go, you're starting more. Even if P.J. Walker's back there, yes, but – I'm not high on Robbie Anderson. No, I mean, you know, he he had a nice game last week, but that, that game was that game was more predicated on 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 defense for the Patriots. I mean, that was like their one, you know, he was their one guy. I mean, it it no, it's not it's not reliable. Um, you know, I don't think it, certainly you know Cam Newton doesn't do anything for them this week. Uh, right, they're, 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 it's going to be McCaffrey out on an island. Uh, right. like we've known him to be over the last several uh, years. The uh, the Cardinals. Uh, as as, so, Car listen, uh, I want to get back on the Christian Kirk campaign. Okay. Uh, so not only does he – he leads the team in receptions and yards and first downs. Right. But he's also 25th uh, <clears throat> in yards and 17th – tied for 17th in touchdowns. At what point for you does he become automatic flex play? I think he's there we, now. We <clears throat> we've talked about, you know, like, is it him or AJ Green? And like, I, right. I just, I think the I numbers think are there to prove that, that he is, he's yeah. a flex, no yes. matter what. Yep. I think Christian Kirk is the, uh, is, is a flex play, regardless if it's Colt McCoy or Kyler Murray back there. DeAndre Hopkins, obviously, if he plays, you're going to start him. And with right. Chase Evans now with a high ankle sprain, um, you know, he's going to be out for the next several weeks at least, which makes James Conner a great play. Yeah. And, you know, it's, they had been steadily increasing Connors very slightly, but right. you could you can see the way it was trending. And now he's in midseason form. Uh, and this is, you know, as the weather starts to turn, this is a good time to have Connor, uh, provided he stays healthy. I mean, it's he, he's going to be a, a number two running back uh, for the foreseeable future. The weather turns for road games for Arizona. I think it's still Correct. the same weather out there. They're <laughs> all against Carolina this week. And uh, I think that uh, uh, Arizona's defense is a, is a great play. Against yeah, team. for sure. For sure. I, that's, that, that, could, that game could get ugly. Yeah. Minnesota's at the Chargers. Um, we know about Dalvin Cook's legal issues hanging over him, but nothing's been decided yet, so he's still a play. Uh, but you better have Madison if you're a Cook owner. And um, – you know, I, I yeah, just I look, if Cook's not, no, I'm saying if Cook does, if Cook ends up getting suspended at some point this season, you want to have Madison there because whoever's running sure. the ball, if it's whoever's running, whoever the lead lead dog is, is a great start every week. Yeah, uh, we learned that earlier in the year when Cook yeah. missed uh, a couple games, and Madison is clearly capable. Uh, he might not be Dalvin Cook, but he's certainly a good option, uh, and and becomes a number two running back uh, to Cook's number one status. So you're not going to lose a ton there. And you can uh, run on the Chargers. Even against yeah, against the Chargers, uh, the, yeah, the Chargers strength. I'm sorry, you can run on the Chargers. I'm saying you can run on the Chargers. I think. Yeah, and, and the Chargers' strength is their pass defense. So right. 
that's that's where the the questions come into play for Minnesota. Um, so yeah, I, I agree. You know, so Matt, Madison's probably a must handcuff at this point, yeah. uh, especially with some potential legal problems. Um, but uh, for the Chargers, they're they're a top five pass defense, and they've been missing uh, Asante Samuel Jr. and uh, and Michael Davis, and they might get those guys back this week. So you you consider what they're capable of doing without a couple of their starters, and yeah. and Cousins trending downward. His completion percentage has dropped significantly over the last several weeks. Right. Um, his yards per game almost a hundred yards lower than what it was the first you know uh, handful of games. Right. So. You're still gonna you're still gonna go uh, Thielen, Thielen Jefferson, uh, abs- yeah. But there's not much there's not much else there. He doesn't spread the ball around enough to really advocate on starting him, let alone anybody else other than those two guys. Uh, Charger side of the ball, Mike Williams had a, had a, a tough game last week, but um, I think Williams and Allen are both. You're still starting both those. Obviously, you're starting um, Herbert and you're starting Eckler. So uh, unlike CeeDee Lamb, who's had a few rough weeks in a row, but there were signs right. of bouncing back, Williams is starting to uh, – that's troubling to me because that's three weeks in a row yeah. of, of, of low target and low numbers. Yeah. Um, and Keenan Allen has – like they've they flip-flopped. Keenan Allen, yeah. Right. So I, it, it's concerning me. Now, if you, if you have some depth issues at receiver, then, yeah, you're going to start Williams. But if you have choices now – I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the trend. Listen, I, Williams. Is, there's no denying what he's capable of doing. He, uh, he's. I think he's got some some knee lingering knee issues that may have that may contribute to this. Um, but it, you know, only 106 yards the last three games. I know it's hard to believe with him. Yeah, uh, we got four games left. Philadelphia is at Denver. The uh, Eagles. Um, you're. I mean, where are we at on Jalen Hurts this week? Do we like? Do we do we hurt so good or hurt so bad? Uh, I think hurt so so. I think hurts so so also. Yeah, I don't love him against Denver's defense. I think Denver no. uh, did such a great job against Dallas last week on the road. I could see Philadelphia struggling. Um, I if you're going to start a Philadelphia running back, you're starting Howard. Then I guess right. I, I guess I, I, this isn't this isn't a very um, not this game doesn't jump out at me right. as like ooh start this guy or this guy's a yeah. sleeper or. This has like a, you know, Denver has been, Denver has either, you know, like Bridgewater had himself a really nice game and everyone was like, oh, right. well, this is what the game. I, I think they more lean towards what, they've proven to us what they normally are outside of a few, well, a few, one or two uh, kind of one-off type games. Right. Uh, I, I Nobody, you know, other than Gordon, because he commands a lot of the touch, uh, because uh, the Red zone carries, right? Uh, you know, we still like Sutton. We still like, um, uh, well, you like Fan. I'm not a, you know, right? Not, not a big a fan, fan guy. Um, and it's the same thing with the, with the Eagles. I mean, you know, Hurts. We, we've just been up and down with Hurts. I don't think this is a week where you have to start him. I think the, the, the bye weeks again. The only other than the Bengals, there aren't a ton of guys that you're going to be missing this week. Right. So I don't think Hurts is. He he kind of trends into that deeper league starting status for me uh, in a ten team league. I I don't think I, think, I don't think he, I don't think he makes the cut. I think he's borderline at a ten, must start in a twelve. I think he's a top twelve play this week at quarterback. Um, by the way, the stat I heard yesterday on PTI, which stunned me, Teddy Bridgewater's birthday was yesterday. He's only twenty nine years old. It feels like he should be thirty two, thirty three. <laughs> he's only twenty nine. Um, so Fair enough. Uh, well, hold on, hold on, real quick, guys. Devont- Devonta Smith. You'll, yeah, you'll start him. Yes, I, I, I'm. He's a flex play for me. Okay, he's a flex play. I, I don't. I don't trust Philly's passing game that much. So, I mean, I, I would hope flex play if you really. I, I just don't think he's that great this week. I don't think I don't trust anybody in Philadelphia's passing game. All I right, trust you like all right. So you you do like Howard uh, Goddard? You're still leaning towards Goddard? Still play Goddard? I think yeah. So when I say not, I don't trust anybody passing game. I mean anybody except Goddard. And I like Hurts because of his running ability, but I'm not I'm not a big Devonta Smith guy this week. So, um, all right, and then yeah, like you said, uh, you know Sanders has has quickly taken a back seat. So yes, uh, if if you're if you have him, err on the side of caution. All right, Seattle's at Green Bay. Russell Wilson should be back. Um, looks like he's going to play. Uh, that obviously helps out DK Metcalf quite a bit. Lockett, you're you're playing those guys. Uh, I'm not sure on sure. Chris Carson yet. 
um, what his status is going to be. He is eligible to come back now. He's eligible to come off the IR. They've got three weeks to decide what to do with him. He could play this week, though. But Seattle's whole offense needs a boost after the Geno Smith era. Um, <laughs> so you're starting those the quarter. Wilson, obviously, the two receivers, if Wilson's in there. Uh, yeah, and they, if you look at this matchup, you know, beginning of the season, you'd be like, oh, can't wait for that matchup. And now it's just – not that the Packers aren't exciting to watch and not that the Seahawks aren't capable of that, but there's something missing. Uh, and maybe it's just because of all the injuries Seattle's had uh, that's, and they're, they're kind of out very much yep. on the outside of the playoff picture. And so you're just not as excited. I mean, it'd be really, really cool to see, you know, an upset in which case then that means the Seattle passing game is, is locked and loaded uh, and, and Wilson didn't miss a beat, but there's, there's a question mark there with how much time he's missed. Um, it, it's only Green Bay. if Rodgers doesn't play. If Rodgers doesn't play, I'm sorry. It's only if Rodgers does play. If 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 it's uh, love out there, it's love. It's an upset. Seattle should win. I think. Um, if yeah, Rodgers, I, I don't even know about that. I think he'd have another week under his belt. You know, there was. I don't know. They look I'm not. I'm not so sure because the Packers' defense is certainly capable of of carrying that team to a to a certain extent, and they're obviously their running attack can also compensate. So I think it, it, I think it's a much better game, a competitive game as far as that goes. Uh, but, yeah, uh, but if, 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 if Rodgers plays, then it should be Packers walking away. Um, you know, A.J. Dillon continues to get a decent amount of touches. Uh, not, he didn't get double digits last week, but he was, he was involved early even, uh, and – and he's of all those running backs, of all those number two running backs, he's the only one that's uh, I think uh, consider considered for a flex play. Okay, I, I'm with you on that. Yep, I agree. Receivers, uh, anybody else? You know, uh, Valdez Cantley came back. Uh, Lazard, had touch, Lazard had the touchdown. Cobb had a nice uh, couple third down catches. But again, are you are you you're not playing roulette with those guys? Not doing roulette with those guys. Adams is the only guy. Let's move okay. to Sunday football. Kansas City is at Las Vegas. Uh, Chiefs offense. Do you trust Mahomes yet? I do. I, this, this could be the best game on on paper anyway uh, of the week. I, I'm very much excited about this game. I, uh, I I like I like the potential that this game has. Uh, I, I like Carr. I like Mahomes. Um, <laughs> Deshaun Jackson's the newest member of the Raiders. Uh, not that he's a, a fan. He's he's a touchdown poacher in that he comes away with like three catches for like 80, 90 yards. And one of them is a bomb. <laughs> yeah. right. And I don't think, you know, listen, he's, you know, he's, he's the replacement for rugs and, and, and he's, you just tell him one thing, go long. Go. Yeah. You bomb, bomb, bomb. Right. right. Fly go. Um, yeah. I can see the about the Kansas City though with Edward Delaire is eligible to come back this week. Also, uh, he did practice yesterday. That's if a good time. If he plays, are you starting him, or are you thinking wait a week because let's see how the backfield shakes out if, if he's out there? No, I'm I'm starting him. I, I think I think you have to. They haven't proven to. You know, with Williams in there, we knew what Williams was capable of. We 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 downgraded Williams as far as the numbers go, but we liked him as a flex play week in and week out. And I think uh, Edwards Hilaire gives them a semblance of stability uh, back there and. You know, before he got injured, he had back-to-back 100-yard performances. Yep. Uh, so uh, as long as he's practiced early this week, mm-hmm. you know, it's one of the things like if he was limited, 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 and then he, you know, but the the practicing in full is what I'm waiting to see. And, and if he's if he's assuming he's doing that, yeah, I have no issue putting him back in the lineup. Uh, I like Carr this week against Kansas City. Yep. I think he's I think he's a must start also. Okay. And we're starting Josh Jacobs, obviously. Um uh, yeah, Jacobs and and uh uh Drake. Right? Can you know? Well well in this game that's that's got yeah. possibility for flex play. Yeah. Um Renfro so, I don't, I, I'm Waller, sorry. Renfro, Waller. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh Renfro, yeah, you know, PPR. I think that's right. PPR, PPR remains the same yeah. Renfro. But uh yeah, but Waller for sure. Um Again, this game should be fun. I'm, I'm looking for there's, – there's some good fantasy opportunities here. No defenses, though. No, no, no. <laughs> stay, stay away right, from that. Wrap up with this last game here. The Rams and 49ers on Monday night. Uh, the Rams offense looked awful with Stafford last week, but 
They should be yeah. able to bounce back. Well, I mean, look, he had a couple picks, no touchdown passes. So you're still going to start him, though, this week. You're going to start your normal um, array of Rams receivers in Cooper Cup and Robert Woods, uh, maybe Van Jefferson, I guess. You're starting Henderson. Um, yep. And so uh, moving to San Francisco, you know, uh, you're starting Elijah Mitchell. You're probably starting Debo Samuel, right? Yeah, uh, you know the the uh, Kittle came back with a with a good game, his first game yeah. back. Uh, so you like to see that. I think you know he's right back in there as as yeah. an auto start. Garoppolo had a good game. I mean, it, statistically, he yeah. had a really good fantasy game. Um, I, I that's going to be short lived. The Rams defense isn't going to allow him to go for three hundred and and two or three or. Uh, right. Um. So I, I guess if you're excited about what you saw last week in Garoppolo and you've got quarterback issues, I could right. see. I could see that as a case being made to to start him, but I'm not I'm not going to risk it against the Rams. No, but what what I have done though, and one of the leagues where I've got Stafford, there's questions about his health this week. I picked up Garoppolo in case Stafford can't play for whatever reason. Then I'm putting yeah, having Garoppolo that, in. Having that Monday emergency or that yeah. Monday night emergency quarterback option yep. is, is is a smart play. And listen, earlier the week seven, I believe, is when there were six teams on buys. <laughs> there was a lot of scrambling if you had an yeah. injured quarterback. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, keep an eye on that, though. Yeah, make sure in your Sunday and Monday night games you've got options if you're worried about injuries like Edward Dallaire, worried about Stafford, those kinds of things. Make sure you've got something in place to where if you don't find out until game time, you can still make a switch. So, Absolutely. Uh, so just to reiterate, Chicago, Cincinnati, the New York Giants, uh, and the Houston Texans, uh, not a lot of uh, – it's not a lot of sexy out there on the bye weeks except for the no. Bengals. Right. Um, so, you know, there's – you shouldn't have too many issues with your everyday starters minus yep. Cincinnati. Uh, what do you got? Anything else? So who's your tight end specialist this week? No, I, I think I've already said I, I'm going with uh, – I will stick my – Dan Arnold. Well, Friar look, I, I've, I've picked Friar up right. in numerous leagues. Okay, I've been talking yeah. about him for a few weeks now. So there's nothing new there. I'm not at all surprised uh, about Friar yeah. I had that going. Um, I think but, we're, we're, both, we're both all in on Friermuth. Uh, yep. Conklin for the Vikings has had some decent numbers. I mentioned him last week. Uh, we, Kaseki's been uh, one we've been kind of uh, push comes to shove. You can throw him in there. Yep. Uh, and now with Kittle back in the mix, that actually takes away another sleeper candidate. <laughs> so you uh, you going to the Steelers game this week, big fan? Uh, negative. Okay. Just want to make I, sure. So yeah, I, I'm going to the last three. Okay. I'm hitting the last three: uh, Baltimore, Tennessee, and Cleveland. Cool. Any Which, last word? Go ahead. I'll be there. You'll, I'll be, you'll, you'll be Cleveland too, so I'll make sure to bail on you at the last minute. That'll be fun. Appreciate that. Any last words? Uh, bet US there you all go. day, every day. Every day. Thanks so much. Promo code DSP125. Uh, that'll uh, that gets you a huge bonus when you log into that and use that promo code. Thanks so much, and we will talk to you soon. Adam, say goodbye. Good day, sir.